ready? And they're like, yeah, obviously, like just start. Um, so everybody, listeners, hello, hello. Um, we are joined tonight by um, the LPGA's favorite wag, um, the one Miss Carly Reed. Carly, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I that's a heck of a compliment. So I you are. <laughs> who would be a, like who would be a more popular wag than you or have? Like I think you're the most famous of anybody, right? I mean, if you say so, I'll take your word for it. I, I mean, and I consider myself to be the foremost authority on who is famous yes, and who is not. I agree. Okay. Like this weekend, notice that Paris Hilton was at the, um, the tournament of champions. That was the first time that I was like, now that's a celebrity. Unbelievable. Do you <laughs> now, see that? That is throwing the putter. Like it's, it's amazing. Like, too easy. <laughs> I feel like I didn't see enough about her, though, honestly. Like, on TV, I was watching it. It was, like, Friday or something. I forget it was Friday or Saturday. But, like, she went by in a little golf cart, and I screamed. And I was screaming. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God. It was, like, a really big moment for me. So I hope that everybody realizes how big of a moment this is really for golf. She's been MIA for a while. So I feel like for her to make such a splash at a golf event, it's a big deal. I know. And, but the thing is, so she's MIA, but she, I actually went through kind of like a Paris Hilton Renaissance recently because I watched her documentary about the like reform date, like uh sleepaway school that she went to. Have you heard about no this? No idea. Okay. So she went to like an abusive boarding school basically that was for like troubled youths. Oh and she was, it was one of the ones where they like kidnap you in the middle of the night. What the hell? Like the parents, yeah, the parents pay and it's like expensive too. And then they take you to like the mountains and everything. And it's very traumatic. There's like all sorts of stuff coming out about these places. So she's had a real more, you know, more trauma, I think, than anybody really knew. But now she's a DJ, a global phenomenon DJ, um, really big into the metaverse, um, which I'm not really, I can take it or leave it, you know, on the metaverse stuff. But I am happy for her and I'm really happy that maybe she's going to be on the golf scene. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's quite a turnaround for her. I would right? say. And I think that it would be, I think it would be good, like a nice therapeutic activity for her too. hundred percent. You know, like just her against the course. I love it. Yeah. So that's something that we're working on actively. Um, I sent her a DM. So that's the, <laughs> yes. that's the active working on that's it that we've got shot. so far. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so Carly, you know, first of all, we haven't caught up in a while, so figured we had to get you back on here, take a temperature, get ready for the season. Um, but also, you know, this past weekend, along with the tournament of champions being back, um, a little bit of drama in the LPGA. And, um, I think I really loved seeing, you know, your post. I I think I saw it on Twitter, but was it on Instagram too? Yeah, I shared it everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> Good. And as, as is your right and as you should, and um, maybe just give people a recap of, of what you said on the post and then we can kind of chat about it because yeah, I, so I resonated with me. In essence, I basically was calling out how ridiculous the travel schedule is first and foremost. I don't know if anyone saw the golf.com graphic that they made basically showing they travel across the world basically three different times. They go from East to West coast three different times. Like don't quote me on that, but it's basically absurd. They're just going no, I think it the is. globe from March yeah. to November. So I yeah. was just saying that it's crap. Like that's exhausting. Like the season's already so hard as it is. They're already expected to compete at an elite level. They still will even under these circumstances. 
But my point was that, like, they don't have private jets. They can't drive. They can't RV. So the fact that they can still perform and no one really understands, like, what they go through, I just think it's ridiculous. But, yeah, I mean, I just – it's it's probably going to be like this for a while. And you just, <laughs> I, I'm obviously very passionate about it because I see – the side, you know, I'm, I have a front row seat to everything. Yeah, you Being do. Married to an LBGA <laughs> player, so it's just very frustrating that this is what they're put up against year after year. Yeah, and I think, I mean, you have such a unique perspective because, like, you're like a capital A athlete. You know, you're a college athlete, worked in sports, married to a professional athlete. You know, like you've seen so many different sides of this, so you obviously kind of know also, like. Yeah, obviously a lot of work goes into like the schedule and like the like logistics behind doing all of that, right? And I feel like that's what people always come back with is like, well, like glad to have the sponsors and they wanted to do it here and you kind of have to like, you know, cater to them to some degree. But, and I mean, you know, I am probably the dumbest person when it comes to this stuff. Like I truly have really no idea, right? But I mean, as like a family member of a player, like how, like, how do you decide then like what events you're going to go to and like what does that calculus kind of like look like for you and for Mel? I mean, for Mel, it's basically just how she, well she's playing. Like if she yeah. has back-to-back top 10s, she can take a week off that maybe she was planning on playing before. Um, for her, like she doesn't like being on the road for like four weeks is really tough. So playing four yeah. in a row, she tries to avoid that. Um, but I'll go to as much as I can. I don't really have. Yeah. Like unless I'm traveling for work or there's some, like my sister's getting married and she's got her bachelorette, like things like that. So unless there's a conflict, I won't go, but I'll, I'll go where she goes. Yeah. Wait, where's the bachelorette party? In the city, Missouri. Oh, nice. All right. It should be fun. Wow. Maybe I should shortlist that. I'm currently trying to figure out, like, right now Cancun is the leader, but Ooh. people are really freaked out um, because of, like, the cartels and stuff. But apparently Cancun isn't that bad. Yeah, I've been to Cancun. It didn't feel unsafe. Yeah, right? Like, I just want to go to Senior Frogs. <laughs> yes. That's what I want. That's my dream. That's perfect. So hopefully, yeah, we're um, – I, well, we were mentioning this before, but we're taking a little bit of time off from like the golf travel as well this year, only because Haley and I are both getting married, both, yeah. you know, and Haley has to travel everywhere she goes, you know, because she's in Dallas. And so right. a lot of weekends on the road. So, you know, feel you on that. But, um, but yeah, and I think, I mean, I didn't do like a side-by-side comparison necessarily with like the PGA, but I think that also like there's so much more of an international aspect, right? So like the LPGA is out of the United States for like what, like three months or something. Like there's two Asian swings, basically there's like one at the beginning of the season, one at the end of the season. And then there's Europe (laughs) tossed in the middle and then in a Solheim year, nonetheless. So that's like (laughs) kind of an added, like what the fuck? So kind of insane. Um, So yeah, I mean, the schedule is one thing 
So, I mean, obviously stressful. Actually, when I when I went on NLU like last week, I was tasked with putting the schedule together and running through like every event, which like half of them I couldn't even really say, honestly. I was like, mm, what's the, what is this <laughs> yeah. one exactly? I was like, that. I got to a certain point too where I was like, I don't really have anything to say about this. I'm like, oh yeah, like the Portland Classic, like love the Redwoods. Turns out somebody on Twitter told me the Redwoods are not in Portland. <laughs> yeah. But, like, they're gigantic trees, though, right? Like, how many breeds of trees are there that are that big? Right. So, well, okay, thank yeah. you. Right? <laughs> That's all I needed to hear. I was like, I mean, it's the it's the Pacific Northwest. I figure that the trees are all pretty much the same. Yes. Um, but then the other drama of the weekend, which was, like, a bummer for a bunch of different reasons, was the locker situation that was at the tournament. So... For those of you who missed it, um, Beth Ann, our fucking girl, put out a, a hit piece. No, just kidding. It wasn't actually a hit piece. It was just straight up like, hey, this is what's happening. And it was that there were lockers. Like, they literally looked like bowl- bowling alley lockers, like being rolled yeah, in actually. on like Thursday or something. Was it Thursday or Wednesday? I think it was or something cool. like that. Yeah. And so, which was just so confusing for so many different reasons. So basically the players were changing their shoes in the parking lot um, for, you know, the practice rounds and everything. And then when it got to the tournament, they had the lockers kind of, but so here's one question. Do you know, does Lake Nona not have like a women's locker room? I honestly, that was my question. Like how, cause Annika's a member there, right? She lives there, right? Yes, she lives. So wouldn't it kind of be like one of, and a bunch of players or members there. I would assume that they have one, but I don't know if the VIP thing caused the issue to begin with. Like the VIPs needed a bathroom. So they had to try to figure something out, which it's just, it's shitty. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's a bummer for so many different reasons. And I think that one of the things that bummed out a bunch of the players this weekend, this was kind of like, at first I saw, Jessica Torta, Jessica Torta, oh my God, kind of hungry right now, actually. Um, Jessica Corda was like, retweeted, she kind of like went out Beth Ann a little I saw bit. that, yeah. I was like, this is not, like, I love drama, obviously, but like, it was making me uneasy. I was like, I don't like this. This is not a good look for everybody. Yeah, there was, I think there was just a lot of confusion. I think there was some things that she said in her article that weren't accurate. I didn't really, I don't really yeah. know what the actual drama was but I think that she should have covered that like like I was saying earlier for for me especially like I spoke up about it like because I think it's bullshit but I also have nothing on the line okay I don't have sponsors I don't have the LPGA I don't have the media that could take my words and say something and twist it into something like it's very easy for me to speak up I just wish there was some sort of at least acknowledging it that it's disappointing, but you can also acknowledge what a great event that was at the same time. Right. Like, yeah, it's not acceptable to not have a locker room. End of story. Like, where would you put your stuff? Like, that's like, it's a logistical problem, right? It's like, where do you like put all of your shit? I mean, I bring a lot of shit to a golf course. It's a premier event. They shouldn't be sharing a locker room with VIPs. They should have their completely own space. Like I, I don't know whose whose fault it was. To me, it's yeah. like more of a golf problem. Like you said, is there a women's golf locker room on the property? I don't know. And if there is, they shouldn't be sharing it with VIPs. 
So it's disappointing. And that, that's yeah. where it's coming from. I wish maybe it's not their battle to fight because it is I guess, yeah. in the grand scheme of things. Like, okay, I'm going to let this one go. Yeah. Um, maybe like talk about how crappy the coverage is or something like that. <laughs> right? Like that's a bigger issue. And I see why players are like, oh I God. don't want to get involved in this. But at the same yeah. time, it's okay to be like, yeah, I think it's messed up. Yeah, no, and I think, like, it's it's such a delicate balance, I think, with the LPGA, and one of the things, too, that, like, and with women's sports in general, and one of the things that, like, you touched on in your post that, like, really spoke to me was, like, this, like, constantly needing to say thank you and, like, needing to, like, demonstrate your gratitude all the time. Like, I think that that's one of the leading, like, talking points, really, that the LPGA always has, right? And it's, like, maybe it's true, right? I think that most players are like super grateful to be able to like play professionally, you know, in the LPGA and that's awesome. Right. But then sometimes like it might be seen as not being gracious enough to point out something that's like a fucking bummer to say the least, you know? Yeah. Like how do you, and if you can't talk about the lockers, then like, how do you talk about the other shit? You know? Yeah. It's, it's hard for change to happen when you're just, complacent when things like that happen right and again I'm not saying you don't need to put out a big statement or go off to the media about the lockers like I do I do see why players are like this is not worth saying anything about but my point is if no one ever speaks up change will not happen right yeah exactly exactly and I fully fully support that I actually have another kind of like line of questions for you, which, so, you know, to go back to like you being, you know, a serious athlete, you're a a sports fan, you're an athlete, et cetera. Did you, how old do you think you were when you like realized that women didn't get paid as much as men in sports? Like when did that realization hit you? When it seriously hit me, probably not till like I was out of college. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I just didn't know like the X's and O's of it until yeah. really paying attention. Yeah. Um, did your, were there any discrepancies like in your college program or anything? Like, did you ever notice anything during that time or like even growing up playing sports? Like, were you ever, you know, made to feel like, oh shit, I'm like putting everything into this and not really getting the respect that maybe I thought I would get. Yeah. In college, I actually, I mean, I had an unbelievable coach who was very vocal about it being equal for the men and women. She, mm-hmm. Like, she made it sure it was equal to the square footage in the locker rooms, right? Nice. So, like, <laughs> oh, sorry, it's okay. We're dog sitting. <laughs> oh my god, really lucky! <laughs> what kind of dog? It's a Aussie Shepherd. He's awesome. Oh, oh, that's that's legit. Yeah, it's it's a big boy. Um, it's an active dog. Yes. <laughs> Uh, where was I? So yeah, she was like very outspoken about that and was fiery when it came to making sure it was equal. Um, I feel like, I guess you notice like the crowds, um, a lot of times the men would get an entire student section, but the women could not get students. Like we'd have good crowds, but there was an obvious difference. Like that's, I mean, you grow up with that your whole life, just yeah. Going to a men's game and a women's game and noticing the difference in the amount of people are there. Um, I guess one example 
this is a while ago, but the York, I grew up in a small Nebraska town, like not many kids go D1 from there. And they sent out this article saying that this kid was like the first D1 athlete since 2000. And I was like, hmm, interesting. And I replied, D1 athlete and got so much shit for it. But I'm like, you should know you're a journalist. Wait, you got shit for it? What do you mean? People were like, oh, they didn't mean it like that. But that's what they said. (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, I'm just telling you to correct it because that's factually wrong. Yeah. And I mean, so actually that's funny. I saw a post today that was from, I follow all these like women's sports, like media organizations, right? Like all these outlets, they're kind of like smaller on Instagram. And there was this commercial that I think was probably European where this like little girl is asking like the internet is actually like Google, like, Hey Google, like what professional footballer has scored the most goals? And the, um, the like Alexa or whatever the hell it is, like answers back, like Cristiano Ronaldo has scored like 119 goals or something. And then she's like, well, what female athlete, like what female footballer scored the most goals? And there's some chick that scored like 190, right? But the answer that Google will give you is the guy, even though it's not even the highest, it's right? It's Yeah. And then there's that, like the, like a turn, the, uh, who's the tennis guy? It's not Andy Roddick. It's the other American tennis guy, or maybe he's British. Um, Murray? It was, yes, yes. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> tennis. Um, my next, my next big thing, um, where he, you know, corrects a reporter who says like something about oh, yeah. the most ever. And he was like, yeah, first male or like highest male. Or I love something. that. He's like, well, Serena, you know? And like, but that's just it's it's everywhere and like if you don't notice it you might miss it yeah. you know um do you follow any like WNBA stuff yeah at all? I mean yeah I do <laughs> so I feel like they do like a really good job at kind of like making that a big thing like I keep waiting for that to kind of like break more into the mainstream like the whole line of like they're not even getting I think it was like Brianna Stewart was on a podcast recently where she was like I don't get a cut of like my jersey being sold right like we're, we're asking for like the same participation as the NBA. Like when LeBron sells a Jersey, like he gets a cut of that. Like I don't, right. you know, I'm not saying pay me as much as him. I'm just saying like, pay me a fair share of like the money that I'm helping you to make, you know, they all do an unbelievable job again, like speaking up huge oh, fan. It, I feel like they're like the opposite ends of the spectrum. Honestly, I feel like the WNBA versus the LPGA is like, you know, yep. like the, quiet girls the like thank you so much like so polite but I think that that's also kind of like what it seems like the LPGA was a little based on right at the beginning mm-hmm. like they needed to really like sell people on it right and I think that was like such a huge part of it and it's so part of the culture yeah. which is a nice thing you know like it's nice and for that, sponsors to feel really to loved change that yeah like I exactly feel like at some point if they speak up more sponsors will look at that and be like that is kind of fucked up like I'll step up and I'll support them right and the same thing happens when they thank their sponsors and say oh my gosh look at this unbelievable experience that Hilton put on for us the sponsors are gonna be like oh wow we need to step up like our event isn't that good right yeah good things can come from both positive and negative but yeah, the NBA, you see it everywhere I mean if it's charter flight like they fly commercial and their travel schedule absolutely sucks as well. Whether it's yeah. pay, like anything, the jersey situation, I people are very well aware that it's incredibly like unfair. 
Yeah. I know. I wonder, like, is it ever po- would it ever be possible for, like, the LPGA to, like, provide some transportation? Is that insane? I think they <laughs> – I mean, during COVID, they did do some charters, but – Yeah. I just – if they could do that, they would be doing it. Yeah, not in the budget. I guess that makes sense. Planes are expensive, I hear, <laughs> <Yeah>. these days. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, Melody says she wishes she had a bri- private jet, so that's what we're working towards. Someday. You know, hey, once those broadcast dollars start coming in, like, that's going to be – it's going to be over for these bitches. Hell once yeah. Once Rudolph gets a jet, we're going to fly everybody <laughs> all over the place. Be like, hop in, girls. The official <laughs> transportation of the LPGA. Oh, my call. God. If I ever win the Mega Bucks, I'm very into lotto tickets these days. So every once in a while, I'm like feeling kind of lucky, you know. Yeah. And that will be that will be top of my list, definitely. Yes, when you win a billion dollars, you'll be like, "All right, get me through private jets." I literally can't wait, can't wait. Um, so, how is your golf game? Also, by the way, have well, you been playing a lot I lately? Been playing much, which is really no. sad. But. I feel like I have a good foundation. Like I could go out there and hang. Like I mean, that's all you need to be able to do, yeah. you know? My next goal is to play in a pro am. Like I want wow. to be somewhat decent to like be brave enough to do that. That's my next goal. I mean, if you've been out as a caddy, I feel like that's like almost more pressure than a pro am. <laughs> yes. I feel like I would shit myself in a pro am still. I, I think I'd be too, really nervous. Like it would be that's a good goal. That is a good I mean, goal. I've, that is a good goal. I've watched a lot of pro-ams, and there's a lot of very like bad golfers that play in them. So it gives right. me a little bit of confidence. That's that's really important to know, actually. I mean, speaking of pro-ams, like, the other thing that I do want to get off my chest is that the celebrities – like, I forgot, you know, now that the, the broadcast was on this weekend and, you know – we don't need to say too, too much about that, but I just couldn't help but like thinking when I was watching that like, this isn't really catering to me specifically. Like, I don't think it caters specifically to women from like the commercials that they play, like the dick pills and like the copper sleeves. And like, it's literally like old men commercials, like bare aspirin, like all of these like things that I'm like, all right, oh, I forgot about this, you know? And then even kind of, you know, some of the celebrities cool but it seems like most of the celebrities are like you know um mlb players or like former athletes or something that like don't necessarily like speak to me right like they're pretty elite golfers for not being professionals yeah yeah like yeah. it's hard to relate to them still in a way yeah and there are some like i i always go through the list of celebrities and i'm like who is that person yeah. you know <laughs> and it's like somebody that I really just would never know you know yeah. so I would love to see some more like more like the the Pebble Beach Pro-Am yeah. you know where you got like Justin Timberlake for example right. right like we got Paris Hilton I feel like that's an important first step really excited to see you kind of see some more celebrities maybe oh my god I gotta start training again and by again <laughs> I mean I haven't touched a club since like October Oh wow! Because it gets cold. It gets cold here, yeah, you know. That's, yeah, that's true. It gets cold here. Five Iron Golf has not opened in Boston yet, so it's like it's a long winter. It's snowing right now. Yeah, I don't even have an excuse because it's always nice here. Yeah, you don't. You have <laughs> no literally zero excuse. And how far are you from the golf course? Uh, ten minutes. Okay. Yeah. 
Living the dream. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so jealous, but soon enough. Maybe this year. This year, since we're not doing like as many events, because we never play in the events. So maybe now I'll actually get to like maybe go to some events and play in them, you know? Yeah, that'd be perfect. Which might be kind of nice. Um, Well, I don't want to take up your entire night, but did you, um, I feel like I'm like missing something crucial that I was thinking about before. No, I feel like, I feel like we hit on everything. (laughs) Do you feel like that? (laughs) Do you have any other gripes that you'd like to air? I just think the biggest thing is like, I do get why players don't speak up. They have way more at stake than I do. It's very easy for me to get fired up and post things. And I hope it does help in a certain way. But there has to be a balance of trying to fix things too and not just being complacent and saying I'm thankful. Like there are so many amazing storylines out there. And I totally get that the the locker thing overshadowed it, but it has to be talked about. It has to. Yeah. Because it's just – it's it's just a bummer. It's a bummer that that like that the lockers now I feel like are going to be like a bit of a thing for the yeah. foreseeable future, especially since there's no event for the next few weeks now too. Yeah. You know, it's like just kind of festering on there. Um, but shout out to Brooke Henderson. Congratulations. Yes. Also, wire to wire. she did win. Was it wire to wire? Yeah. Okay. I did. I didn't I haven't watched the final round yet. <laughs> I don't watch them live really. I have no. them. They like record. Interesting. Well, Sometimes I do Thursday and Friday. I usually do because um, I usually try to work from home and have that on. Um, but then I'll usually play them like just when I can, you know. And I mean, the other bummer thing is that there aren't a whole lot of spoilers on the Internet. You know, right. like it's not like Definitely. if you weren't looking specifically for like the coverage of the Hilton, like you wouldn't you wouldn't probably see it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's not on like, I don't know. I mean, I didn't double check. A lot of the times I'll go and I'll double check like golf.com and golf digests like instagrams and just be like oh how many times do they post about like something that's dumb hardly at all it's my guess yeah (laughs) yeah let's see let's see we got i love that you watch the replays that john rom john rom john rom oh the 1986 open okay um cam john rom tiger um science john rom john rom and his kids oh cute kids i didn't know he had two Good yeah. for him. Um, some random guy. Let's see. John Rom. John Rom. Are we gonna get Brooke? I mean, we have Justin I'd... Thomas. Justin Thomas's wedding. Um, Xander. Um, Lee Trevino. Lee Trevino. Bubba. Now I'm really invested. <laughs> Will there be anything? Oh my god. Maybe there won't be. How many be. posts until you get um, an LPGA post? A guy. Um, making a golf ball like piece of artwork. This is on here before <laughs> Brooke Henderson is. Oh, it's a tiger. Oh, um, <laughs> let's see. What is this? The movie with Adam Sandler in it. Rules review. Oh my God, is it not going to be in here? Oh, yeah. Wait. Ooh. Nothing. This is worse than I thought it was going to be. Nothing. I didn't think it was going to be nothing. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be nothing. It's nothing. Oh, there's not a single. Oh, there's. Um, Nelly Corda saying they should watch more women's golf. That's ironic. So five days ago, they posted like the quote of her saying that, that the sweets should watch more women's golf. And then they proceeded to not post a goddamn thing <laughs> about women's golf. Are you kidding? Wow. Like, is this a joke? Sometimes it feels like that, you know? It's like, 
How expensive could it be to send somebody to the to that tournament? Or just you know? post, even if no one's there. Okay, golf.com got one, so congratulations, go. Brooke Henderson. Golf.com. They don't post as many. Oh, and then a Corda, Corda siblings thing. And then skiing. That's interesting. But okay, and then they've got okay, there are more girls on here. So let's maybe keep an eye on this. Like We'll do golf. A little healthy competition never hurt anybody. So how about I'm going to keep track of golf.com versus golf digest. (laughs) Who is posting more about women's golf? Yeah. Perfect. It's on this season, everybody. So keep track of it. Send me some stuff. Send me tips. The tip line is open. It's just called the Gruder golf Instagram and I'm on there. It's just me. (laughs) Yep. Slide in the DMS. That's how, that's how I plan basically everything. That's how I plan my days these days. Responded to Carly's story and I was like, Yeah, you should come on the podcast. <laughs> How's Monday? Okay, perfect. It worked out great. Um it did, it did. And it was so good to see you. And I'm glad I'm glad to have you aboard. You know, I think that it uh it you know, it's it's not it's not dumb. Say whatever you want, keep saying things. Yes, I'm always here to uh complain, I guess. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Gruder golf gripes. Um, all right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for uh, tuning in and hang loose, swing easy. We'll see you later. See you, Carly. Later. <laughs>